say hey. <laughs> that's that's more chill than welcome. <laughs> Only nerds say welcome. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it's the uh, ninth. It's the ninth one, right? All right. It's the eighth. eighth and okay. hey, hey, <laughs> welcome to the oh, eighth episode of the Apocalypse Comes. Beat me, also known as Nescafe Goldblend. This week we watched the episode that came out 20 years ago. God, I keep today. forgetting it's been 20 years ago. 20 years ago today. It will be 20 years ago for every episode that we ever do. Yes. So you best remember. I should be better about that. Yeah. I Robot Eugene. Classic. Anyone could, can't disagree with that. Classic episode. Uh, Is it? I think so. I mean, we deal with a lot of issues. We deal with the scary, scary internet. The 1990s scary, scary internet. That's the real dark net. Uh, I am here with my wonderful co-host, Stacia. Say hi. Hello. Daniel, say hi. Zero, zero, one, one, zero, Oh my zero, God. One, zero, one. That would be... We're, we can't do this right now. Before we get into the episode, let's set the mood by getting some news from the 90s. Thank you, Kelly. Stacia. This week was all that in a bag of chips. Now, the news. On the 15th of April, all of Major League Baseball retires the number 42 to honor the legacy of Brooklyn Dodger great Jackie Robinson. On the 18th of April, the Red River of the North floods and bursts through the dikes to flood both Grand Forks, North Dakota and East Grand Forks, Minnesota, causing $2 billion in damages. And on the 21st of April, a Pegasus rocket, Celestius, carries the remains of 24 people into Earth's orbit, including Gene Roddenberry, the creator of Star Trek, Gerald O'Neill, a space physicist, Kraft Einrich, a rocket scientist, and Timothy Leary, a writer, psychologist, psychedelic drug advocate. Speaking of turning on, tuning in, and dropping out, the New York Times wrote up a little show called Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Featuring, quote, a heroine who'd make both Joseph Campbell and Judy Bloom proud. Sounds interesting. It goes on incredibly. Quote, the gregarious, confident heroine befriends a shy computer hacker named Willow, Allison Hannigan, and a would-be Don Juan, Nicholas Brendan, who suffers from a tragic hairstyle and a premature sense of his own attractiveness to girls. Buffy's mentor in vampire slang is the school's British librarian, played by Anthony Stewart Head, the actor who stars in a series of Taster's Choice, Goldblend, coffee advertisements. Another subplot includes Buffy's fascination with a mysterious young man named Angel, who seems to have been expelled from a vampire clan for being too gorgeous. Well, I guess I should maybe check that out. Back to you, Daniel. Thanks, Daniel. And in the world of music... This has been two weeks, so there was not an episode last week, so we're doing dealing with two weeks worth of music. So wow. we'll just do a, a quick fire and see if either one of you guys have been impacted by any of this uh, this great music. Number one, we all know that Umbop came out twenty years ago. two weeks did you guys love handsome well i mean who didn't love slash know that song 
Everyone knew that song. Yeah. I don't think anyone truly loved it. There's definitely some Hanson fans out there. Yeah. Crazy people. I was not one of them. No. All right. A couple of weeks of releases. So the releases from last week, we've got Yanni in the mirror. Oh. I think she's like an Enya type. Yeah. I was going to say, is Yanni Enya? No. Those are two different people. Two different people. Seven Dust. Oh, yeah. Their first album called Seven Dust. Self-titled. Depeche Mode. After like 18 years or something. Ultra. And Supergrass, in it for the money. I don't, don't know, know Supergrass. I have no idea. And then stuff that came out this past week: uh, Pennywise, Full Circle. Yola Tango. Hey. I can hear the heart beating as one. Sure. Annie DeFranco. Hey. Living in Clip. Her live album. Oh, okay. So you probably heard some of the songs. Mary J. Blige. Share the World. And Heavy D. Waterbed Because yeah, it's the 90s. You got to get it quick. Movies over these past two weeks. Uh, so we'll just go over them quick. Uh, one's called Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag. Oh, that's like a Joe mystery Pesci. movie. Yeah. It's got an 11 on Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. McHale's Navy, starring Tom Arnold from Roseanne. Oh. Hey, McHale. That's a 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. So this is a, a great two weeks uh, for the uh, box office. Murder at 1600 with Wesley Snipes. Is that a White House Diane thing? Lane. Yeah. Okay. 34 Rotten Tomatoes. Did you lose weight? Oh. All I've had to eat for the past six days are gummy bears, jelly beans, and candy corn. God, I wish I had your discipline. Hey, Michelle. I love that fucking movie. 70 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. And then Volcano. Tommy Lee Jones. Ever seen Volcano? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. 44 Rotten Tomato and Hash. And also the Angry Beavers debuted on Nickelodeon. Oh, dang it, Morbid. Yay. So that was this week in music and movies. Into I Robot You Jane. So this episode deals with a lot of themes. And by a lot of, I mean one theme of the internet is dangerous. Over and over. The first thing we do is we see crazy Moloch. What's his name, right? With his Italian worshipy cult friends. And then we cut, do a fun jump cut of Buffy opening a crate. There's the same Moloch book. And it's really fun. And we open and reveal Buffy's face. Well, we, t- we talked last week about like expanding the world. So it's kind of fun to have 1418 Italy showing up. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? That's a long ass time ago. That is a long ass time ago. And then we get Jenny Calendar. First time. Jenny Calendar. I think we were all very excited about Jenny Calendar's existence. I was. I am. I still am. I love techno pagans. My best friends are techno pagans. I don't know any techno pagans. Do you know any techno pagans? 
All my friends are techno pagans. Yeah. We run in very different circles. Why won't you guys let me into your internet, Kevin? Let me send you out a flash. No flashes. Damn. Not for you. Uh, I'm jacked in. The first time Fritz says it, it just gets better. Greatest line ever. The printed <laughs> page is obsolete. Information isn't bound up anymore. It's an entity. The only reality is virtual. If you're not jacked in, you're not alive. Thank you. That was beautiful. What a reading. Fritz is the greatest. I mean, he is a straight-up murderer (laughs) and a fucking asshole to his teachers. But at least he has a passion. Has a passion and also, like, got chloroform? I mean, I don't know where he got his stuff. Also, how how does he hang in? Dave later on in the in the season he could not lift Dave's body up. You don't think so? No, not at all, not at all. And also to hang it from a rafter. I mean, I've been to schools before, and I don't know if things are different <laughs> in California. But it's either those huge vaulted ceilings, which they seem to always kind of have, so nowhere to put anything, or it's the it's not the, the actual ceiling tile thing. Yeah, the ceiling tiles. Yeah. So it's like a f- false ceiling or whatever. So you can't hang anything there because it'll just fall right down. So there's nowhere to hang Dave. <laughs> also that Buffy didn't see him what, I mean we're getting way ahead of ourselves but the middle ages I didn't know you ever left to Giles I wanted them to just make out the whole episode they were so close they should have just left they got really close we learned a lot about both of them well we did so much about Giles love of books which is so Giles and she hangs corkscrews from intimate places one can assume one can assume and um yeah, I'm excited for the adventures we're going to go on with her. Where Have you ever seen a handheld scanner? No. I don't think I have either. Especially the Scanomatique, which has way more settings and abilities than any scanner I've ever heard of. Yeah, I mean, we use scanners all day, every day now, and none of them are as intricate as the Scanomatique. I don't think any of them have the like properties to read a transcript of some kind and then summon forth demons. Especially. No, that is a violation of the terms and service, for sure. <laughs> so, no, they can't do that. And even if they could, they wouldn't be allowed to. No. Uh, does, and nobody knows what the hell Buffy was talking about with the inappropriate midget in a block of ice thing. I don't understand what that is. Yeah, I don't know. That was very strange. Yeah. Does it involve a midget and a block of ice? I met him online. Online for what? Come on, Buffy, it's 1997. We don't say that word. God. Uh, <laughs> Buffy's worried about catfishing, which is fair. Willow's like, that would never happen. Malcolm's the best. He's a dream. He McDream's a dream. Right? Yeah, Buffy the sensible slayer. It's nice. <laughs> it's got a ring. Yeah, I, I like her in this because it's like, it's really hard to imagine the internet of that time today. It's like, they're... I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense because AOL was just like a walled garden. So you would kind of go in there because they talk about user profiles and stuff like that, like looking stuff up. Like you can, you know, we understand that now with Facebook because you can look and stalk people. But back then, like you don't have to tell the truth. And the fact that, I mean, in Sunnydale, it's like everybody is not only in the AOL garden, but just like the Sunnydale garden. And that's what they are. They're just sitting there. Like when she's like, I want to find out how to trace back an email, which isn't a thing. He's like, oh, we just check the user profiles. Right. one okay you have a user profile so it's hard to think that there's like this level of choice doesn't exist because there's only one chat room there's one place to go like everyone's getting on the internet but it's a very safe internet in a, in a way I mean it's a dangerous world whatever people are lying that's the point you can't trust that because right. it's all cyberspace and it's scary well so we were talking about this too like 
this is one of the ones that's like the pits, man. It's one of the, the bottom episodes. But watching it again, I just, I didn't hate it as much for one. And for two, I had a lot of questions of, is this cheesy and fucking weird and nonsensical for 1997? Or is it just cheesy, weird and nonsensical now? And I think both. Like, I think even in the 90s, because I remember being on AOL and listening to that right. fucking modem trying to connect. And yeah, there wasn't, I didn't have a user profile. I had a user name. That was a user profile. But maybe that was like a small little intranet situation they had at the school where people did have a little... Well, I think they're pretending it's an intranet. I mean, I think that they're talking about everything like it's an intranet. Yeah. But because they need to make it simple enough for people to understand if they don't know the internet. Because it's also crazy that like there is a choice to be had for someone Buffy's age. You can choose to be a part of the computer revolution, which Buffy doesn't seem to be that interested in. Or you don't. Or you're Willow where you're interested in it and you want to pursue it. Another couple of years, you don't have a choice. Wow, because they're like 40 now. No. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they're close. That's what I mean. It's like this is the last time that you could really, Buffy can be like, I don't really want a part of it. That's why, and that's why Willow stands out as being awesome because she's like, I'm going to hack and do all this kind of crazy stuff that's like really easy, but we're kind of seeing it all through Buffy's eyes and it's like, it just becomes this absurd thing throughout the whole series. I mean, when she's explaining Google to Xander, it's like, have you Googled her yet? Willow, she's 17. Okay. Yeah. This is bad. Yeah. That's you really two don't bad. know what's going on and that's cool. You can, you can still get by. That is like you're absolutely true. There's not a, you don't have a choice anymore. Like you have no, to, know no use choice. to computer. Well, and if you're a kid, you don't get a choice. I mean, you are absolutely going to be using a computer. Yeah. And now they say, I mean, I remember when I was a kid, it was like, don't give your kid a cell phone. Like there was a whole debate about that. And now I think it's swung the opposite way to not have your kid have a cell phone is basically socially ostracizing him from the rest because everyone has it. So it's and like, you it's considered to... dangerous because like, what if something happens and they can't reach you? Yeah. But even back then that could have happened, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah. then everyone has a cell phone. So even if that kid didn't, somebody would have it in theory. Right. But then you wouldn't have any friends. Well, and now they make apps for three year olds to play on <sighs> iPads and stuff. Really? Yeah, so parents buy iPads for their toddlers. So that they can break $400 machines. Well, it's so that they can be like, here, play with this, and yeah. I'm going to go do the dishes or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's a electronic way of entertaining Well, they say them. it's like, don't give it to them before they're like three or something, right? Seems too early. Give them some wooden blocks to chew I on. Mean, they need motor functions first, <laughs> right? Jesus. Well, well apparently they're just... really good at it. They, like, learn really fast huh. and will, like, take their phones and start taking selfies and, like... They know how to use it and yeah. what the apps look like and that's can crazy. just like go to their game and start playing it. Wow. And that's probably what we looked like to people of Buffy's age. You know, if Buffy became a teacher or something, she would be teaching us. Well, I guess that's a little bit much, but, but still like even like hanging out with friends and having their, you know, brothers and sisters being even like three or four years younger, they would be more savvy than I was. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of jarring. And I'm sure it just gets worse as you get older. Oh yeah. It's obvious. Yeah. I mean, it's happening to us soon. Soon enough. I mean, I already don't know I how feel to like it, use Snapchat. Yeah, I was just going to say oh, Snapchat is uh, lost on me. Oh, yeah, me too. I just, I, I know it. how to follow <laughs> the three people I follow. And then if they use it, I know it turns purple. And so I click it. And then I, <laughs> and then I watch it. And then I'm done. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a divide. It's funny. It's like Instagram and then Snapchat. It's like all the old people who had Instagram as like their first photo. That was like one of my first apps I ever used. Instagram? And it was, yeah. And I was like, this yeah. is really cool. And I u- use the stories and all of that. And mm-hmm. everyone I follow uses the stories. I don't know anybody who uses Snapchat. I don't have anyone. That's because we're like 
two years too old. Yeah, I know. It's so weird, though. It's only two years. But Snapchat but feels, feels like the worst combination of Instagram and texting. Yeah. Like, I have to text you with a photo. Could you imagine being a kid and, like, you're texting with a photo? Yeah. Oh. I mean, when texting started, weird. you had to press the goddamn numbers. You had, you had to press it three times to get to the V. <laughs> Come on now. These kids have it too easy. Part of the user profiles that we see is Buffy's, of course. And there's some fun information on Buffy's page. Yeah. Bir- birthday, October 24th, 1980, which is wrong. Mechanically <laughs> wrong. Her birthday is like July 16th, 1981. Uh, her wow. GPA is two-pointing. Well, I would expect nothing less from Sunnydale to get, <laughs> get all wrong. of it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking everything. Including cheerleading, yeah, right? No athletics, none? Yeah, athletics, yeah. none. Absence is one. There's no fucking way. She only has one absence. No. And yeah, is GPA like 2.8? Does that mean like B's and C's? That yeah. means C's, yeah, C's, C's and B's. Okay. Because it's like high C. Yeah, three right? is a B. Okay. Like yeah. all B's. Gotcha. Um, I feel like I talk like someone who has a hairy back. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that I means. I don't know either. why you would say that. I don't know why you would say that either. Because I don't know what that means. I don't have a hairy back. Maybe I don't know what that means. You talk like someone who has a hairy back. Maybe you I talk like someone with a hairy back? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> what does it mean? People are just meeting me and thinking, oh, yeah, she <laughs> must shave her back. Very <laughs> back. Sure. What I'm confused on, I was curious as I was watching it. I was like, is Mullock, because now he's in the computer, which is hilarious, just off. On, it's <laughs> There's funny. a demon in the internet. Demon in the internet, of course. But A, can he see Ghost Rider? That's really what I wanted to know. Could they team up and solve some crime? See, I told you. What do we do? Talk to her or something. Who are you? Where have you been? Where do you come from? Don't you know what cornflakes are? What do you want from us? How do you follow us around? Can you see us? Is your name Thabto? Wait, it's writing again. Why do you not answer me? We are answering you. Do you want us to speak louder? I mean, it would be weird and out of character for Moloch to just be like, Ghost Rider, we're cool. I'm going to go to New York and like solve some crimes with some kids. But I was also... Wait, okay, hang on. What was that show about? For one, let's clarify. You're saying Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. The show from the 90s. Not yeah, that's Ghost where... Rider, this flaming skull superhero. Oh, God, no. That... I mean, I think he would get along well with Ghost Rider yes. more than Ghost Rider. Correct. Because Ghost Rider just helps kids solve mysteries yeah. so that, that are so not what, life and death. Was it like a possessed typewriter? What was Do it? you not? You have never seen Ghost Rider? I, oh, it's lovely. Not. They're just like little kids. Uh, they're all just like a bunch of kids in New York. And they just run around in like little kid mysteries. You know, like who stole the pencils? And then you get uh, Jamal, who's uh, up in his room. <laughs> Quintessential <Yeah>. kid mystery. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's like a learning show. You're also kind of learning. So they'll write out letters and then... Um, They'll sort of flip it around and sort of do anagrams. Oh, like an anagram thing. Okay. Yeah. So it'd be like, what does this mean? And then the ghostwriter would come and help them and be like, oh, Danny stole the pencils. That's what it means. And then they go beat Danny to death. And then uh, that's the end. And then we go to Jersey and bury him. Well, I guess Molly and The quintessential ending of a children's <laughs> mystery. Don't steal fucking pencils. And bury the bodies in Jersey. Moral bury of the, the story. Jersey. Always Jersey. <laughs> Everything is legal in New Jersey. Jersey. And we're going to get sued again. <laughs> What do you think Willow's email address is? Um, okay, so 
I said geek girl, right? But I think that's right. She wouldn't be that kind of like no. self-possessed enough to be like, yeah, I'm going to wear that. As and a then I think we all want to go with the ner- She's just like, she is a nerd. Right. I mean, she definitely is. But I think that she wouldn't just be Willow. 1981. 81 or you whatever. So? No, just because I think that everyone would think that's what she would do. And I, I want to believe that Willow has other interests. And she, she would be like, no, um, my identity is going to be with this, with kittens or with mm-hmm. horses. She's scared of horses. But we find out in the next episode <laughs> that uh, she plays a piano secretly. So oh. maybe it's like piano lover. 81. Oh, nice. It's piano maestro. 81. Yeah. yeah, maybe she's really good. We'll never know. We'll never know. But yeah, scared Singing in the shower, 81, because she hates singing in real life, but she probably loves it in the shower. She might. Uh, the Fritz, man. Fritz is a fucking psycho, but we know that. Hey, Fritz. I'm, uh... Looking at the logs, you and Dave are clocking a pretty scary amount of computer time. New project. Ooh, will I be excited? You'll die. Sweet. That's I mean, he, to he wasn't lying. No. Did you guys ever have... <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadowing. There's a kid on the stairs with a giant fucking laptop. One of the very first laptops. And he's talking about how his paper got turned into a paper about supporting Nazis. Nazi alert. Again. Yeah. All the time with Nazis on this first season. Super Nazis. Nazi Germany was a model of a well-ordered society? Write that. Buffy's wearing a leather jacket. Again, possibly Angel saying it, possibly not. It's definitely a woman's cut jacket, but... That's a fair... Just going to have a jacket alert. Nazi alert? Jacket alert. Fair point. I, I think... Are related, though. We need to discuss Willow. So Willow, at this point, because it's getting darker, Willow, I feel so bad for her. She has no self-confidence. Malcolm is... I mean, obviously, Moloch is fucking, like, digging into her psyche and making her believe that Buffy's the bad one. I mean, Moloch is an abuser. He's a corrupter. (laughs) And it just sucks. It sucks to see that. And it's sad. And it's, I think that even the conversation with Willow and Xander, it's like, they're, I mean, it was funny, but it was also like, what can we do? Well, we'll just be good friends and we'll just keep monitoring it. Because you can't push her away, but you also can't just like, you don't know enough to like pull Malcolm from her. You know what I mean? So I think they played it pretty well. Obviously, it was all demonic and everything went terrible real quick. But I don't know. I guess I kind of I I enjoyed the friendship of of Xander and Buffy because even when they were talking together, just the two of them, I liked that. I liked the conversation they had. I thought it was good. Yeah, the uh, the Xander and Buffy thing because Xander explains catfishing. So, are you going to the bronze tonight? Oh, probably not. You probably have some vampire slang or some lame endeavor like that, don't you? Everyone deserts me. Check out the jealous man. What are you talking about? You're jealous. Of what? Willow's got a thing and Xander's left hanging. Oh, that's meaningless drivel. I'm not interested in Willow like that. Yeah, but you got used to being in the battle of the Balkans. No, it's just this Malcolm guy. What's his deal? You tell me you're not slightly wigged. Okay, slightly. I mean, just not knowing what he's really like. Or who he really is. I mean, sure he says he's a high school student, but I can say I'm a high school student. You are. Okay, but I can also say that I'm an elderly Dutch woman. Get me? And who's to say I'm not if I'm in the elderly Dutch chat room? I get your point. I get your point. Oh, this guy could be anybody. He could be weird or crazy or old or... He could be a circus freak. He's probably a circus freak. Yeah, I mean, we read about it all the time. You know, people meet on the net, they talk, they get together, have dinner, a show, horrible axe murder. Willow, axe murdered by a circus freak. Okay, okay, what do we do? What are we doing? Xander, you get me started. We are totally overreacting. Yeah, but it's fun, isn't it? 
So, like, was the internet always a creepy cesspit of yeah. nastiness? Now? As far as the, you know, any TV are. show will tell you, yes. I think yes. And yes, it would definitely be. Because the only real, like, safe spots you could ever have is on an intranet where you're among friends. I mean, that's why, like, text group messages are always going to be fine. People will opt over that over random chat rooms any day. Because with the chat rooms, you're always, I mean, I don't think you're actually looking for, like, real human connection. I don't think anyone ever did that. Oh, yeah. Everyone always lied. I think I lied before. Yeah, absolutely. So you just we. hop onto a chat room. ASL, what's up? Well, we used to play um, uh, StarCraft. And, like, there would be a StarCraft, like, AOL thing. And we oh, BattleNet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, no, no. It was just on, it was just a chat room on AOL. You just created oh. a chat room name. And, Remember AIM? And, but, yeah. And having, like, this little name attached to you. And then it becomes completely anonymous. And now with Facebook, it's like there's at least some, you know, you're kind of back as a person. I don't know. Do you want to know what my AOL screen name was? Yes. WTASG5 at AOL.com. Do you know what it stood for? No. This is going to be some deeply revealing shit. Willow and Tara are super gay. Number five at AOL.com. <laughs> yeah. That was super appropriate for this podcast. Wow. <laughs> And every time somebody would be like, what does that mean? I was like, nothing, it's just letters. I just put letters because everyone had all the screen names. It's just letters. All the screen names are gone. This is my random combination. Four was taken, so I had to settle for five. No, five was just my favorite number. That was ad-libbed. I feel like I could have taken it with Lontero, super gay. But I needed just put five. Just number one. <laughs> just needed to add something. Yep. To round it out. Now uh, you guys officially know more about me than people in my entire life. There you go. So, yay, America. Um, well, <laughs> Malcolm and I really care about each other. It's been two fucking days. Come that's yeah. what teenagers are like. It's true. I guess that's true. And also, like, staying up late, skipping classes. I mean, definitely not like Willow. Also, yeah. like, a mortal demon who's been alive for at least, like, 600 years. Like, he's got to know some shit. Oh, I yeah. bet she feels like... Know, oh yeah, guy. yeah. She's like, oh, what do you know? And he's like, oh, I can talk about 14th century Italy, no problem. <laughs> she's like, oh, I'm really into 14th, century. you know, because she'll just say she is. But then it'll start wowing her, and she'll be like, oh my god, he's so romantic, he's so perfect. And then Moloch, I don't even know, because we see him later in a video. So we're to believe that he is like a person in the wires, just like walking around or something. Because how do we get a video when she tries to delete the folder? A video pops up, the Willow which folder. is not how Delete that the works. Willow. Oh, that, that whole scene. What do you think the folder Painful. is? Oh, it's probably just Willow. And they were ty- Buffy was typing. The Willow thing was right I'll on the screen. That. Come on, the only icon. You drag, you drop, you done. So what she's ty- What is she typing? What's she typing? Willow scanned them into her file. It may be a futile gesture, but I suggest we um, d- delete it. Solid. <laughs> Don't get too close. Okay. Okay. So which file do you think it is? Willow? That's probably it, right? I'll just delete the whole thing. Stay away from Willow. It is none of your business. That's what Malcolm looks like. So when they were 
talking about how scary Moloch is because he's in the internet, and then Xander was like, okay, I'm on board. How do we stop him? Well, let's delete the Willow file. They were like, <laughs> nuclear war! And I was sitting oh, I and I was sitting there thinking, could you even do that in 1997? Because like, I feel like the internet wasn't that big of a deal. Like Compared to now, you're like, I right. understand the implications because the internet is everything. But in 1997, like honestly, we didn't have like social media no. yet. I feel like governments probably weren't using computers on a massive scale that you could tap into them to like explode all the nukes in the world or whatever yeah it was crazy the news was nuts it was like (laughs) financial crisis the uh, world's economy collapsing the cia like got all of their uh serial killer profiles downloaded downloaded. like what the fuck is that that's not a thing and even if it was it's like okay so someone has information about serial killers yeah and that's also going to be on every podcast in the world in a decade so calm down (laughs) so i have two thoughts about that one, I think you're right. If you like try to look back four years ago when they were trying to set up the Affordable Care website and what a debacle that was, I have zero faith that the government of America had any kind of connectivity between anything significant. However, the military is always the first to get technology. Maybe, but it... Yes, maybe the military, but the government as a whole. Like, Hillary Clinton doesn't even know how to use a computer, and she was almost going to be the president of the United States and then wasn't basically because she doesn't understand how to use a computer and it made everyone really angry. But, like, that is endemic throughout all of the federal government. Like, they have a terrible system and they've never updated it. They're really scared of change. So I just feel like even the military at this point maybe isn't like, let's put all this stuff on the internet because... Someone will hack it. Like, I feel like that was, like, a distinct fear in the 90s of the internet, because no one knew, like, the capabilities of it, I guess. She's not alone. At any given time, 35 million Americans can sign on to the net, and according to experts, 150,000 of them are addicts. You've got mail. The average user logs on seven hours a week, but for some, surfing the net can be habit-forming. The computer... For me, it's like alcohol for alcoholic. Alcohol makes them feel that they can be somebody they're not. More friendly, more outgoing, more vivacious. I get quite a bit of mail. In In chat rooms throughout cyberspace, it's cozy and very safe. People get tongue-tied in person, and I don't get finger-tied. But then we have... The, the Buffy spin, which is also it's magic. So maybe Moloch can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, it's true. For I what? don't know if you could use magic as an excuse because I don't think we see Moloch use magic at all. That's true. He just like is a demon. He is a demon and he kills people with his hands and then uses words to make them do what he wants by promising them like love and power which doesn't really seem to transfer and it doesn't yeah yeah, it doesn't make sense because then how is he even connecting with other stuff and how is he doing that stuff how does he even have a grasp on the financial complexities of today's world over 1418 or navigating the system like the internet systems that you'd have to go through to get to those things like i don't really well i don't know that always just seemed kind of like the i'm jacked in thing like he just sort of sat there and like downloaded a bunch of information like into his brain or consciousness or whatever and can use all of the internet pathways and when he says that when fritz says that the only reality is virtual i mean we gotta take him at his word the only reality is virtual if you're not jacked in you're not alive wow that was a fun derailing that was we could just go on we could just well okay and i'm going to apparently yes (laughs) (laughs) so like talking about is this silly for 1997 i think 
I think there's an audience for this where this seems all legit and this is beyond them. And then there's the the people we're talking about that like her are actually computer savvy at the time. They're like, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. This is not a real thing. True. So I think yes and no is the answer. I think even yes and no one today would be silly. So at least with this, it's like this is a walled garden. Even the pages kind of looked like AOL used to do, but it didn't take me out of it at all because it just it's all absurd because 20 years have taken me out of it. Yeah, now it's old enough. It's like whatever. Yeah, sure. So I'm sure at the time they probably saw similarities in the you have mail obviously is like right there on the nose. Like that's AOL. Right. You know, you can't take that. But if they did take it, spent all their budget on that, you've got mail. It would be more authentic. It would have been. It but it would have been a terrible waste of money for no reason. For sure. Yeah. Do school nurses have access to penicillin? I feel like no, because you can't get penicillin without a prescription. I guess I don't know enough. Yeah. I would assume they would. Aren't they, like, you know, medically trained and could yeah. write prescriptions? Or I don't think so. I think they're just, like, limited Here's to whatever a hot they pad. can pick up from Walgreens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think they, they can write prescriptions. Beyond that, yeah. I mean, I don't think they're like schmoes off the street. I'm sure that they have some knowledge. But I feel like they go to CPR class and that's about it. Damn. Street schmoes. Street schmoes. Buffy yeah. saved by Sorry to all of shoes. the school nurses out there that are listening that will never come back. I am no street schmo. I'm done with this. Get out of here. Uh, Buffy almost gets electrocuted, but she's saved by the witch. So I hated all of that because then they never had a conversation with Dave. So Dave went from the very first thing that I said while watching this was, who the fuck's Dave? So they just said, hey, Dave. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy? But you and I both recognized him from being like some stretchy alien thing in another yeah. movie that we can't think of. I don't know. But then he kept showing up and it's like, he's here. and He's kind of being a dick to Buffy. And then he saves her. And then what? He walks away to get suicided. That's what he does. Why didn't he stay with Buffy and say, listen, I got stuff to explain to you. Yeah. Run away when he, the fucking computers get as far away as computers as possible. Why'd you go back to the computer room? Yeah, because he I mean he clearly made the choice to save Buffy, so he's yes. like, I'm out. I'm but out. Fritz could have found him anywhere. Right, but if you were around other people, because this cavernous school is cavernous. I don't. Do so, you think? Do you think he was like, I'm probably gonna get strung up by my neck if I go into this room? Well, like, he's like, I know that people are gonna be killing Buffy and stuff. Like he know he must know that if Buffy can die. I can be killed. Wasn't he going to the computer room to break up with Moloch, though? That's what he did. And that's why one of my notes is like, how does just talking at a computer elicit responses? So you can just do that, apparently. But that's what they were doing. They were talking to each other. Yeah, Moloch has a voice. Like, he has the Mac speak and spell voice. And then when he's doing, uh, what's his name? Greasy Dave's... uh, Voice for to mock him for a suicide note. It's a different, like higher pitched mock and spell voice instead. Mock and spell. That's amazing. You need like three different settings. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be mockish, sarcastic, <laughs> or normal? There you go. Uh, I kept wondering. It seemed like Moloch actually likes Willow, whereas he requested love from everyone that he met, like his followers, and I'm sure he requested that from Fritz and Dave. But mm-hmm. he didn't actually care about them in return. But with Willow, he seemed to like want to woo her for some reason and i don't understand why because you're like a thousand year old demon that's been in a book for a long time and now you're like "Mm, this 16 year old girl is the princess for me well i think that it's (laughs) i need a body so i can meet her in person malcolm said you wouldn't understand well i wonder what their conception of time is because if he is literally in the book and sort of there and he can sense he's there that's a long time to just be sitting around waiting. I mean, it was 500 years of just sitting. I believed him 
when he was saying that I love you. I don't I don't think that that was a put on. Like I really th- think that he wanted her to like be his queen or whatever Me and too. rule the world. And that's why it made it really confusing. And what I hated, not only of being manipulated by Moloch, it makes me sad for Willow. Willow was also mad at Moloch for lying, not for being a demon, just for lying. Even though he wasn't lying, which is like just icing on the cake because he was telling the truth. If you really wanted to love him, Willow, yeah, he had to lie to get there. But dating in Moloch, you know, the corruptor's world is hard enough as it is. So if he just introduced himself as Moloch, you're not going to go on a date with him. So he had to be Malcolm. Now that's shady. You got a lot of knocks up against him. One, that he's a corruptor and you might not want to date him. Mom's not going to be super stoked. But the fact that you just care that he lied is like, and then at the end when she's like smashing him up with the fire extinguisher, it's just because he lied. It's not because he's the corruptor. It's like, you lied to me. I thought I was your girlfriend. And if I was Buffy and, and Xander, I'd just like give each other a look and just be like, oh no. You learn nothing. <laughs> also, that fight scene sucked, and just him punching the wall and getting electrocuted. And I was through. really mad that he ran through a concrete wall and then punched Xander, and Xander didn't die. Like, how does that even happen? <laughs> the punches are getting so much better, and that was amazing. I loved him getting punched, uh, and then Buffy gets thrown, which is pretty good. And then the Willow, the Willow one was good. Just kind of throwing him into Xander was pretty funny. Because then she didn't get that hurt. And Xander got hurt twice, which was <laughs> awesome. But also, I also find it weird that poison gas is going off in this derelict office building that is supposed to be closed, but scientists still show up for work. Um, so, so it like, wouldn't be a computer warehouse without poisonous be, gas. Exactly. And then it's just that hallway that's been locked off. The rest of everything else seems fine. We saw a police officer running, but he was just running to get the kids that are in the derelict office building, but not the scientists who are still occupying the derelict office building. There has been a murder because Fritz got his fucking neck snapped. The cops never going to get back there. There's poison gas everywhere. Xander almost died. And then the next scene, he was fine. Buffy's strength is relative and I'm out. Uh, There's lots of fun, terrible technical things that are said in this episode. So let's just go right into the tech corner really quick. Play that tech corner music below. I'm just going to roll off everything that I wrote down and see if we've ever done any of these things before. Tracing or tracking emails. User profiles. We've all had those. Talked about the wall garden. Has anybody ever called it an e-letter in the history of the world or just Buffy? I do. Every day. An e-letter. Okay. So you two. uh, Cross-reference tables glitching. Has that ever happened to anybody? Okay. So I feel like this could actually happen in database tables, but go on. Just glitching. Just glitching. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Turning off the monitor to end a chat session. Do you guys do that? Classic. Just turn it down. Uh, talking at computers and listening responses. We obviously all do that. Look, short video we talked about. Uh, different voices for UF Mail. There was a woman's voice and then a guy's voice. That's cool. I enjoy the actual voice for AOL. Have you ever sent a flash for a group to respond to? What the fuck did she mean? I'm putting out a flash. She's just hoping enough for my group response. And she's sending it across the country. So that's where the internet and intranet 
idea of ours falls apart. Yeah. They want to have it both ways. But they, there was like a map, right? There was like a globe and we were seeing lines going out to like, am I making that up? Or? Oh, I missed that. But she definitely like, she's reaching out to her cyber coven. It's happening. I and love they, this I, idea of yeah. a cyber coven. That is hilarious. I doubt they're all in Sunnydale. Because there can't be more than one techno-pagan. No, she made it sound like they were going to make some sort of circle, like, globally. Yeah. But Santa Flash, why couldn't she say message? I mean, that was a word, right? Message is a word. Message is a word. Well, because Buffy has iconically always had, like, cutting-edge slang, which I think has dated them significantly in this episode. So I think that is exactly what happened, is that that was, like, a cutesy way. But... Yeah, so I think maybe Joss Whedon was hoping a flash would flash become, would a, become thing, a thing, and it didn't. But also, I love the idea of across the country we're forming a circle. What does that mean? Standing in this living room, am I holding out my arms? And then, like, in some way, or is the circle I think of... it's geographically uh, that oh, they're all, so like, linked just... and in a general, like, what if physical you... circle. That's amazing. What if one person doesn't respond and it becomes a weird... I think this is a metaphorical structure. I know. And the very last one I had is, have you ever uh, done such a dank incantation that your monitor starts to spark? (laughs) (laughs) I hate when that happens. I know. Every time I do, I get three inches away from the monitor to make sure it's working. It's true. (laughs) So I can have strobe lighted colors in my face and get fucking epilepsy attacks. Yeah, there was nothing going on except weird. I mean, somebody was just fucking around with the cable on the back and... (laughs) I was just like, yep, film that. That's good. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That'll work. It's real fucked up. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, Giles suggests, can't we just give it a computer virus? And, uh, and Jenny's like, you're an idiot. I think that's actually a legit solution to the problem. Like, That's a good one. Couldn't you just stop Moloch by, by entering some computer virus? You've seen way too many movies. Kill that fucker. Like, it's some anti-malware stuff. But that's the thing, too, with, like, if, if she's a techno-pagan, right? That is not a thing, but what what is her then technical skills? Can they just conjure up viruses? Like maybe it is silly because viruses aren't Wiccan or whatever oh, the hell they maybe. are, occult. Occult. <laughs> well, no, the occult. I mean, the, oh, okay, she, yeah. yeah. So like, what they're doing is not like they're not writing code. They they're jacked in. I don't actually understand anything about being a techno pagan. This is not real. She made it sound like they're just using commuter computers to communicate like as a means to facilitate their witchiness but not as a point of their witchiness because she was like i was casting bones and like that's not a a computer thing so she's clearly doing other things in addition to just so she just because then you would just call yourself a pagan yeah who then happens to have a computer so now you would think techno pagans would be gone because everyone's using a computer now so there wouldn't really be a specific because everyone's a techno pagan I mean, if you're a pagan. Right. 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 All pagans are not techno pagans. Yeah, exactly. But if you are a pagan who is technological, you are a techno pagan. Are you a witch? Hmm. I don't have that kind of power. Techno pagan is the term. There are more of us than you'd think. Yeah. Because if you're bearing bones, then you're pagan, right? But then, like, you just get on the internet. And then you call, and you <laughs> then call you're yourself Snapchatting your coven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you're Snapchatting, you're a techno pagan. I guess so. Look so, at these bones. Yeah. And then, yeah, you said Jenny Calendar dangles corkscrews from her vagina. I didn't actually say that. I said where, and then you just leapt there. Oh. Well, I, I don't dangle a corkscrew from my head. That's not where I dangle it. I really like that last conversation between her and Giles. It was fun play they should just be making out like i said the whole time and then i love the ending i thought this ending was the best one yet malcolm Moloch, whatever he's called 
the one boy that's really liked me, and he's a demon robot. What does that say about me? It doesn't say anything about you. I mean, I thought I was really falling. Hey, did you forget? The one boy I've had the hots for since I moved here turned out to be a vampire. Right, and the teacher I had a crush on? Giant praying mantis? That's true. Yeah, it's life on the Hellmouth. Let's face it, none of us are ever going to have a happy, normal relationship. We're doomed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, any final thoughts before we move into the moral corner? No, I think that's it. All right, moral learning corner. Play Daniel's dope techno song, techno pagan song. <laughs> gang what did we learn i learned that catfishing is real and anytime someone says that they like you assume they are an internet demon slash robot learn that knowledge should be in books only it doesn't belong in the internet there's no place for computers in learning knowledge should be smelly knowledge Knowledge should be smelly thank you robert giles yes and don't kill your best friend for a robot he will snap your neck every time oh did you learn something no i those are good i actually learned nothing because, I mean, I if you're using this as a tutorial for 90s internet, I don't think it would be accurate. <laughs> really? You don't think you could, like... I don't think I could go back into the 90s and use this, these tools that I've picked up, <laughs> and be successful. <laughs> I feel like if I was going to scan something, it just wasn't, you know... I would, I would fear for the document's life and, like, what's going to happen. I mean, this would turn me off a lot from computer. Maybe this is why Buffy is just not technological. Just don't interact that much with technology because then you will grow to hate it. That's what you learned. Buffy learned it. Yeah. It's like, fuck this. Fuck technology. I'm never going to learn <laughs> I tried this. to delete a Willow folder and just everything got to Yeah, and then I had to watch this shitty-ass movie, and then <laughs> I had to fight this guy later. Let's rank this sucker. Yeah. Get on out of here. I can't wait for your rankings. What, what do we got, Kelly? Well... Number one. Yes. Willow hacks something slash oh. we talk about the net. That's a one of ten. Oh, man. I, we debated. Station yeah. Below. It was like one out of zero of ten. And I'm like, I don't know. It just feels wrong to give it a zero because at the at the core of it, they do talk about it. I mean, this is almost like, it's <laughs> almost like it a classic ten of ten. A ten of ten. <laughs> now. Because cause last week you were like, you know, you said, girl, we can get all the negative points. And then watching it, it's like. Well, it doesn't deserve negative points, but it is definitely... That's why I you eat, I know. It's either a 1 or a 10. Yeah, depending on how you want to spin it. Yeah. But it's a 1. It's a 1. one okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. Uh, Joyce is a terrible mom. She gets 5 because she's not in the episode. <sighs> yes. Ridiculousness of the monster of the week. I actually put 5 because, like, I... It's talking about the way that Moloch the demon looks. This is, like, the most intricate, I feel like, demon prosthetics we have so far and even uh mecha moloch the predator suit thing is is really cool i think a lot of work went into that and it doesn't look stupid i mean it looks it looks silly because we know what it is the dumb fake robot thing but i think a lot of artistry went into that i think people spent a long time making that thing and i think it looks pretty cool yeah and even if we just take the idea of the 
bad. I think again, like the pack, it's like you don't know who's under whose influence. So oh, I mean, yeah. Dave and Fritz are fucking scary. Yeah, that Fritz. They're guys. freaky people. In that case, yeah. yeah. So kind of freaky. Yeah, and the whole concept of just um, mistrust and yeah. You, you, hey, even the Malcolm weird. character inherently is skeezy and gross and scary. Mm-hmm. Just emotionally manipulate him relationship goodness slash badness of friends and and loved ones gets a three because and that's where i would disagree i would say it would be higher well i had a good reason for this but why do you disagree well no i said it before i was like i think that buffy and xander are were good friends they were looking out for they let willow make her choices but they were always backing her up and they were always on the lookout and one they were never one step ahead but they were they knew enough to to be ready to be one step ahead and so when they were running around helping you know, trying to find Fritz and trying to do all of that, you know, putting the puzzle together when Willow was taken. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's all. Agreed. Yeah. Our, our three friends are being good friends to Willow. Our two friends are being good okay. friends to Willow. However, I didn't know how big a friendship we're going in the, the whole relationship world? aspect, like this being the relationship of Malcolm and oh. Willow is horrible. Oh yeah. That's a one. That's a zero. Exactly. Also Cordelia is not in this episode. So <laughs> it gets a three out of ten. So the absence of a friend. <laughs> And also the introduction of Malcolm. See, when when you say friends, I'm thinking um, you're being very wide about it. Well, I would only be basically saying, this four is, of them. This category is relationship goodness. This is a relationship with oh, friends, relationship, relationship with our like love interests. How are humans being with other humans? What? How are yeah people treating each other in the right. episodes? Okay, I gotcha. Uh, Giles, the level things. of Giles, I gave him a six because dude was like. I hate books or no computers. <laughs> I love books. I hate computers. Smell is the most powerful trigger to the memory there is. A certain flower or a whiff of smoke can bring up experiences long forgotten. Books smell musty and, and, and rich. The knowledge gained from a computer is it, it, it has no no texture. No, no context. It's it's there and then it's gone. If it's to last, then, then the getting of knowledge should be uh, tangible. It should be um, smelly. Well, you really are an old-fashioned boy, aren't you? Yeah, that's about as Giles as you get. Yeah, exactly. And also Jenny, like, calling him out and him just being like, just like in those uh, those coffee commercials, you know, he's just putting on that charm and just like... That gold blend charm. That gold blend charm. Well, he is. He's like, I'm playing it. I'm walking back and forth. I'm, I'm I'm working, but we're still flirting over here. He knows what he's doing. That's actually why I kept it down to a six and not higher, because I, I feel like the Jenny relationship is out of character for Giles, which I love, but it's like, that's not very Giles. It's not very Giles. How is it not Giles? Because like, he's weird about women. He's like, woman shaped and I'm uncomfortable. I know, but he's, he, but he used to be what, the, the butcher or whatever? Or the Ripper. 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 How can you not remember this? I forget. But. I, when I see the Ripper, I just see him as being like swashbuckling. And not like, the ah. Ripper. That's a different thing. I know, but, <laughs> but I feel like he's not afraid of women. I feel like he, he is a normal so man who wants to have sex with women. Yeah. Can get any woman he wants to, it seems like. like I agree. Ultra cool. And that's why he wants somebody like Jenny, who is super cool and fun and just like calls him on his shit. And, yeah. And doesn't want him for his coffee. <laughs> oh, and also, like, what woman have we been introduced to that he could have been interested yeah, in? Yeah, that's true. This? It's episode eight. Well, okay. So... I feel like the only women we've seen are Miss French, Giant Bug, and Joyce. Sure. <sighs> and we get there. Uh, so, episode Twice. specific to. <laughs> oh, Miss Joyce. Uh, okay. <laughs> So to redeem that, yes. my, my low Giles ranking, okay. the episode specific I put here is uh, Giles and Jenny, 7 of 10. 
Because we're start. We're just starting. Okay. We're just starting. See, that's so. another ten out of ten. <laughs> so it gives it overall twenty one, <laughs> which actually makes this the lowest episode. Oh no! For me so far, this is going to be eight out of eight. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, but I was kind of torn. I was like, do I like this more than the pack? And I was mm. like, I don't know if I do because I I really did dig the concept of the pack of somebody being possessed and just the whole thing and like right. doing the dark side stuff and I don't know. So yeah, this is eight of eight. Station. So six. Yes, six yeah. of eight. Jesus Christ, wow, that's, that's really difficult. difficult. Six of eight. Glad I remembered that from yeah. last night. <laughs> yeah, I, I crossed it out so many yeah. times. That's why I made a new grade. I hate the pack, so that's going to stay probably at the bottom for a long time. Yeah. And then I decided that I liked Technopay again. I felt like that brought a lot to the episode. And they introduced Jenny, <laughs> which I'm best. a fan of. I liked all of her scenes with Giles, yeah. which which doesn't offer no. you any Jenny goodness. No. Basically, she brought it up past which. She did. I yeah. remember her showing up and being very pleased. And the Technopagan thing, I've always loved. It's been the best thing of the Jenny years before she gets brutally murdered. Uh, the Jenny um, years. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's two, two years of Jenny. That's true. And then they're in the afterlife together, maybe. I mean, who knows what's going on with those two. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's that's fantastic. Watching this again, I have much more love for it than I did before. This was a traditionally low episode, and I know it's low. And now the way that I think about it, it's like if I have 137, there's obviously this top tier of like 40. Then there's probably a fatter middle of about, you know, 50 or 60. And then there's like that bottom 30. Mm. And this is on the bottom 30. But I think it's going to be one of the high bottom 30s. Like, this is pretty fun. It was fun. I had yeah. fun. More fun than I thought I would have. And I'm scared because <laughs> wrecked, uh, smashed, killed by death, beer bad. I'm afraid that the kind of level of fun I'm having now, I'm going to have fun with those two. Yeah. And, I'm, and you want to be stuck in your way. I like, want, these are the worst things I've ever seen. I know. So I'm going to give this one a little bit better than I would think. So I actually don't know the five that or six or seven that I've already put. So I'm just going to pick a random number and I hope it's good. But it's I'm going to put it around 109. 109. 109. 137. Out of 137. Gotcha. Wow. It's low. But it's the high 30s. But it's almost 30. Yeah, it seems higher because you, you can fill in that 30 pretty simply. So yeah. I want you to see all that shit. By the time you get up to something like I Robot, you Jane, you're almost like desensitized. Well, we made it. We made it through Mecha we Predator. We made it through the internet of 1997. We oh, made it God. through Technopagans. We made it through. How did we all make it through? I mean, props to 90, 1997's everyone who was alive. And made it through. And made it through. Yeah. And are still here. If you want to follow us online, we're at Beat Me Pod. Uh, on Twitter, and we have a website. What is that website? Beatmepod.wordpress.com. Nice. Beat Me Pod for everything. And then all of our Twitter handles are there. We tweet stuff every day about Buffy, about the episode that we're doing. Uh, We also have fun uh, playlists that are available on the website. So go there. There's whole sections that you can go and play and have a good time with and have fun with us. Yeah, we have a Spotify playlist, too, that will have every song that's available on Spotify on spotify that's from the episodes as well as at least a song from every album we mentioned during the news and any song that's played through the episode hell yeah get into that go for it there's already like 100 songs on there so lots of hours of music lots of music thank you so much for listening thank you for being here guys station daniel you're welcome see you next week bye